Welcome to the Sensei Says Podcast. I'm your host, Sensei Munger. Today we're going to dive into your mental fitness. My guest is a licensed mental health counselor. She got her bachelor's degree in child and family studies in psychology, has her master's degree in clinical psychology at Jordan Southern University, worked at the Child Advocacy Center, and currently at Port Byron Central Schools. I say all that because she deserves it, but also to say that she knows what she's talking about. She has many years of knowledge and experience to share with us. So I'm very proud to introduce Mrs. Stacy Austin Root. Thanks, Stacy, for coming on the pod today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's going to be fun. All right, so today we want to talk about our mental health. As listeners always know, uh, they hear me talking about the importance of physical health and fitness, but we can't forget just as important as our mental health, or just as important as our mental health. Can you share a thought on why this is true to live a healthy and happy life? Yeah, well, I think first it's most important to um, to understand the connection that the mental health and physical health are so linked. Mm-hmm. So our bodies respond to how we feel, whether we're happy or sad or anxious or calm. So um, like when you get real angry, you feel it in your heart and you think about it in your head, but your body reacts. You know, your shoulders maybe tighten, your jaw clenches your fists clench, your heart races, maybe you get hot. So there's such a connection between how we feel and the effects on our body. So mental health is so important because it does, it affects our thoughts, it affects our behaviors and it affects how we feel. So being healthy um, emotionally promotes us being productive and effective in school and our focus in sports and everything that we're doing. Um, It's also important for our relationships with our family and our friends and our um, significant others. And when you're really feeling healthy emotionally, it helps you to adapt and cope with changes, which right now what what we're going through with this pandemic and the quarantine is super important. Absolutely. So yeah, let's kind of go off there, right? This is such a unique time for everybody. And yeah. obviously it's affecting everybody in different ways, but for that, that kid age group, that teenage age group, where it's really hard to even understand what's kind of going on and um, you know, just absorbing all that information. So let's start on with, um, if you could share some tools that might help them manage some of those emotions that they're feeling after hearing some of the stuff. Right. So like I said, the connection between the mental health and physical health are so important. So it is super important right now to be eating healthy, to be Mm -hmm. exercising, to get, be getting a good night's sleep, you know, to get outside when you can. All those things that make you healthy physically are also going to make you healthy mentally. Um, We know when we exercise, it releases those endorphins in the brain and it improves your mood. You know, it helps relieve that stress. So right now it's super important to be getting the exercise, getting outside, doing those things. Absolutely. You know, I'm a huge advocate of, of getting the body moving. I always say, you know, uh, action creates motivation, right? So when we're sedentary, if we're sitting down so much. And I understand that we do need to for the schooling portion of, of your day, right? The homeschooling. Right. But being getting your body moving is just going to lighten all your spirits and get, you know, like you said, those endorphins, those good energies right. uh, flowing through your body for sure. And it releases the stress and it, and it improves your mood. It's, you know, it's a proven fact. It's not something we're making up. This is, you know, there's research that supports that this is what happens when those endorphins get released. Yes. And that, that is great lessons for 
kids, yes. teens, and adults. We all need it. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're feeling down and blue mm-hmm. and struggling with how you're feeling, then it's super important to to try and increase improve that mood. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's talk about when we when we start to feel those feelings, the frustrations, maybe feeling down, overwhelmed. We're, we're not robots. Nobody's perfect. We're always going to have these ups and downs of emotions. Right. But how do we find those connections to kind of help get us out of of those types of feelings? So I think right now this is most important because we are social beings and we connect with other people. And right now, because of the isolation, this is really difficult. Um, mm-hmm. I think we have to stay connected. And I think when you're struggling, it's okay to reach out to people and let them know. You know, that doesn't mean you're weak. In my eyes, that shows that you have more strength. If Absolutely. you say, I'm struggling, I, I need some help. And right now, it can be family members, you know, send a, give them a phone call, send them a text, do a FaceTime, you know, use your virtual um, apps to do this kind of stuff, the connection. Reach out to your teachers. If you're struggling with your schoolwork, that's what they're there for. They're still working. You know, I'm a counselor at the school. I'm having, I'm reaching out to kids all the time. We're still here working. We want to know if you're struggling. Um, Reach out to your friends. I think it's super important that kids are still connecting with each other. And since we can't be together physically, you can, you know, there's all kinds of apps out there now, you know, there's kids messenger, which is a really safe app for kids to use um, Mm. and other apps where they can actually play games with each other and, and still stay connected. Um, and of course, you can always reach out to other trusted adults like you. I know you're available for the kids if they need something. Absolutely. Or, all the time. Or, you know, or other coaches or a pastors if you go to church. You know, there's other people. But if you're struggling and feeling blue and worried, and those are all normal feelings to have right now, but it's so important to stay connected. I know um, if you have a Google Meet with your teacher, get on there and go to it. I know you're not mandated to, but it's really helpful, you know, to see your friends and to see your teacher. Um, it will improve your mood. I promise. Yeah, absolutely. That that's, that's an awesome message that <clears throat> reaching out to someone is like you said, in the beginning of that is a sign of true strength, which is, yes, which is awesome. And like you said, I'm for all my students and family members, I'm always available. And, um, just taking that 10, 15 minute time period of just talking to someone really does help. I know from my side, um, it helps me yep. connect, connecting with all of these kids and all of the parents and the support team. I'm doing about, you know, eight to 10 one-on-one chats a day. I'm doing a couple classes a day and I'm doing these little different things for our page, but yes, it's for, all of my students, but it is helping me out a ton. So I totally see what you're talking about. And I think that it's okay that you need to realize that if you're feeling worried and anxious and stressed out about schoolwork, about this whole pandemic, about whatever, other people are feeling that too. Yeah. Alone in feeling those same feelings. Uh, Lots. If you're upset about school being closed for the rest of the year, most of the kids are, you know, so it's okay to talk about that because you're not, you're not alone. Yeah, my son was was very upset, and we had definitely had to sit down and have a discussion about that. And that's something that we're just going to have to continue to work towards. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So talking about it is super helpful, and there are people out there to talk to. Yeah, so that's one of the coping skills yes. that we, we can kind of help out with is 
definitely that communication. Are there any other coping skills that you can share with everybody that when we're already kind of down, when we already have all of those feelings, those absolutely those negative feelings? Yeah. So sharing, you know, your feelings and, and if you're not one to share with other people, I know journal writing, I journal write. I know my daughter has been journal writing every day. Um, it's a really safe way for people. If you're not comfortable sharing with people to you know, to get it out, to get it out there and to get it, um, just written down on paper or even a gratitude journal. If you can find, you know, one good thing that's happening every day um, and share that and just write it down every day, that can be super helpful. Um, obviously we already talked about exercise and the importance of eating healthy yep. and getting good sleep um, for some people and coping skills are different. Some work for some people and they don't work for others, you know, so you kind of got to find what's your niche. Um, yep. Meditation or yoga or even just taking deep breaths. You know, when you find yourself struggling with your schoolwork, maybe, and take some 10 deep breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth. Again, the oxygen gets to your brain. It releases the chemicals that need to be released and you calm down. It's, it's proven to work. Um, and I think it's important for kids to know that it's okay to need to, um, you take mm -hmm. breaks at school all the time and it's okay to do it at home, you know, so get up, go outside for a walk. You know, um, just take a break and do something different for 10 or 15 minutes. Play with a pet, listen to some music, read a book, take a bath, whatever works for you to take a break from the situation that's stressful. Um, and that doesn't mean you can't go, that you don't have to go back to it. You do, but calm yourself down and then go yep. back to it. Um, and Sensei, the positive self-talk, and I know you preach that at the dojo all the time, you know, mm -hmm. so give yourself a pat on the back. This is super hard for everyone and you're doing it. You're getting through it. So give yourself the credit for that. I think those are super important um, skills to use. Absolutely. One of the ones that you touched on early was the gratitude journal. Somebody yeah. mentioned that in one of my previous pods, one of the people okay. that I had on and doing my own research and, you know, looking into that and starting to do my own, that is, makes a world of difference to, to understand what we really have what is good in our life versus yes. always focusing on all of the negativity and the, the reality actually of us all being quarantined. But the, one of the great things that I was just sharing with um, uh, my Mrs. Munger was that this is like, oh, so such a hard time for us. And it's such a hard time for being a small business owner and such a hard time for being a parent. Right. But yeah. I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking one of the gratitudes that I wrote down was, I will never have this much time with my boys and yep. my wife. And so my job and my goal with, with really kind of recognizing is that is really to cherish this time so much because I know that's not going to be coming around, you know, hopefully, I know. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this doesn't happen again. Hopefully, you know, this and, is a one time occurrence. Yeah. And I think making memories, you know, make, let's mm -hmm. make some positive memories, you know, throughout this, you know, I know, um, I, Lydia and I sat one day for two hours and played with Legos. Like we never get yeah. time to do that stuff. I've been doing puzzles, like a thousand mm -hmm. piece puzzle. I'm on my sixth one, but it's just something that relaxes me. I, I'm not a big TV person. So for me, that's something yep. I enjoy doing, but I mean, creating memories. We've been playing more board games now than we've probably played in, in all of my kids' lives in the last you yep. know two months. And great. And I think that we really, so try and find something positive that you enjoy doing and do it. And these are memories that we're going to remember forever. You know, I don't want my kids' memories of the pandemic to be, oh, it was horrible. We were stuck in our house. I wanted to be like, oh, we used, we hiked every weekend. That mm -hmm. was cool. And, 
you know, and we waited in line for three and a half hours to get fried dough, which you know, I love that story. Never, <laughs> we did it, and we had fun. So, you know, really um, try to um, do things that feel good. And I think that's super important and try and focus on those things. Well, I love it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate, I really appreciate you coming on the pod and taking some time and sharing some of your wisdom and your, uh, all, all of the, the stuff that you've learned over the years. So I'm sure this is definitely going to help some of the kids and hopefully some of the parents as well out there. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. It was fun. I want to thank Mrs. Austin Root for taking time and sharing her wealth of knowledge. Hopefully this has given you tools and ideas to help you be mentally more resilient and able to deal with the struggles. Just remember, strength is not how tough you are. True strength can only arise out of truth. Be honest with yourself and seek what you need to persevere through your struggles. You can do it. We're here for you. And until next time, be healthy, wealthy, happy, and fit with a fighting spirit that will never quit.